This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Doghouse Systems at doghousesystems.com. Get the kind of rig you can be proud of. Go to doghousesystems.com and use the code FROGPANTS at checkout. You are all nothing! (laughs) The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to... This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the instance. This is the instance episode 574. It is September 27th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson with Garrett Weinzerl over there. What's up, Garrett? Oh, man. Introduced before Patrick. I feel special today. You should feel special. (laughs) Patrick is also I very. Have, uh, I was. I had to get up at 4 a.m. to take my wife to the airport. Uh, I fell back asleep for a little bit. I am now two cups of coffee deep. I'm usually a one cup of coffee person, so I am wired as hell. Yeah. And in the middle of the episode, I may fall asleep. Okay, great. <laughs> have that to look forward to. Uh, you heard him say, Patrick. That's also true. Patrick Beja, all the way from, I don't know where you are, Finland right now. Hello, Patrick. Finland, absolutely. Yes. Uh, guess what I'm doing right now. Uh, what? Yes, just yes. Oh, try saying uh, no. You, actually, no. You know what? Never mind. Don't say anything. You're playing uh, classic. I'm, oh no. I'm what? You're playing classic while we record. No, no. Almost. I'm actually playing World of Warcraft, oh. the, the real retail World of Warcraft. It's been a long time, um, and I am. I can't not get that mount, mm. the the anniversary mount thing. Mm. So I have to be. 380 when the thing launches so two things first of all uh i'm very excited second yeah. of all if anyone has an excellent guide on how to get to 380 quickly please <laughs> let me know world Quest. um just just go to just 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 go to the naga zone man you'll you'll get there right. real quick yeah but i'm just... doing some uh battlegrounds to um to to get the the weapon you know you get a weapon uh when you first get the level of um conquest mm-hmm. oh that's 500. yeah that's a good point too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but and, Nash, uh you'll, you'll get there real quick yeah. yeah so i i jumped into winter grasp and oh my god people have no idea what they're doing <laughs> none like it's so old uh i'm i'm dps so everything takes forever to <clears throat> queue for yeah. so i queued for both uh regular and epic dungeon uh, uh battlegrounds yeah <laughs> in winter grasp it's ridiculous like people are anyway yeah, so the way fun. times are bad yes. but uh that's awesome uh, i'll tell you what when i was uh, i came back from my big long break right when classic hit and i started getting all hungry for retail again um i just did world quests even in the basic bfa worlds like not mechagon not najdatar and got you know 385 to 400 gear with almost every 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 single um what do you call it uh thing cash uh emissary world cash quest? yeah and the world quest oh, drops themselves but also the emissary caches that had a item for your, for your spec those were always dropping right around the 400 mark so they they've all been scaled up to kind of catch you up at the moment of course yeah. garrett's right though if you go to the new zones you'll you'll also bang those out pretty quick except the the mobs are a little harder there so just know that and there's also kind of a mob density thing going on and uh Najatar that may give you a little bit of gas, but uh, you, you need to watch where you're walking. Yeah, uh, there. Right. If, if you do, if you're just running forward on the path, you, you may pull sixteen nagas. 
and yeah. explode. Yeah, this um, is all true. Uh, but but yeah, you'll get there real, real mighty quick. I mean, I went from like I don't know three sixty to four hundred and six or whatever I am right now in pretty quick time. Like it didn't take me very long to get there. Um, yeah, cool. yeah. Chapman's right, right as well. If you just do like mythic zeros, you're going to start collecting item level four hundred gear really fast. That's true. Yeah, but mythic mythic requires you know talking to people um <laughs> well, here, here's here's how it works uh patrick first you you get on uh one of the most popular video game podcasts in the world mm-hmm. about world of warcraft yeah mm-hmm. and uh i you hear put you a call out you, you say hey y'all uh i'm playing european server uh mm-hmm. faction side your alliance right yeah yes yeah oh, which means yeah. he's gonna oh, have cool. that damn you're gonna get that b aren't you you're gonna end up with that b mount you bastard Everybody on Alliance side with their B. Oh, no. Faction only mounts. Freaking F off, B. I want that B so bad. Ah. <laughs> I do. I want that um, B. So I hear you, Garrett. But how is that making me not needing to speak to people? Just uh, want to speak to people. You still have to talk I don't like to people. people. Yeah, Just, I, the... Speak to them. Just speak to the people, Patrick. The people I want to play listen. with you. The reason I do podcasts yeah. is that I can um, talk don't to like people, talking to people? And, and they can't answer. Um, the people listening can't even answer. You guys are fine, but I don't. I'm I'm an introvert. Here, and, uh, here's the thing. I am too. My... I'm with you. I'm like that too. I don't love. Well, listen, dude. I don't I mean, want to coordinate. Just, you asked. You asked how I can quickly get gear so that I can That's get true. them out, and that is the answer. Yeah. All right. I, well, uh, here, I I appreciate. It. Here's. I would even add to this. This show continues to be, as best I can tell, the highest ratings of any WoW podcast. Patrick literally has the world at his fingertips. But being an introvert is not, it, do, it doesn't matter. Patrick could be, you could be the president of France. Like, what's he called? Ma- Ma- Macron, Macron. Macron. You could be that yeah. guy. And it still wouldn't matter. You wouldn't want a group. You just want to go solo this shit. I get it. I understand. Yes. I'm with you. I feel you. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm not sure I would want to be that guy. He's not very popular uh, in the country right now. Right. Uh, and second, actually, you know, it's just that I don't like people. I think I'm just I'm, I'm not an introvert. I'm an asshole. No, um, that's no, the problem. Yeah. No offense to us. I live course. in the middle of the forest in Finland. I rarely see people. I barely enjoy the presence of my kid. It's it's I'm a terrible person. Um, yeah. All right. I'm I'm kind of like. Uh, I'm kind of like the French Sylvanas. If you oh, I see. Are I, you about to just cheat yeah. in a fight and then fly off into the sky? Is that what you're thinking? You're gonna do wait? That? No spoilers. Oh, dude. All right. said we were to gonna do. Here, here's what we're gonna do. Written for an entire expansion and have no closure. <laughs> Here, here's what we're gonna do, everybody. That and might happen. As as Saurfang might say, uh, he would say this. Hold on. Walk with me. The rest of the way. All right, we're gonna walk with him the rest of the way, and talk about the cinematic we're going to get into spoilers uh we do that on the show we've always done that so i'm just i just throwing it out there it's a warning to those who are like i haven't caught up on the war campaign and i haven't jumped ahead and watched the cinematic yet. please don't spill the beans it's on you to come back come back later to this episode if you don't want to hear about these things uh because it's impossible for us to not talk about them okay you've been duly warned and i guess you could skip way ahead uh toward the end of the show and you can still catch emails and uh, around blizzard and all that stuff so on you at this point okay uh here's what we're gonna do we're gonna dive right in and it's gonna be fun and i can't wait uh before we do though just a quick note i spent last week 
between rep grinding because I'm just that's all I'm doing now to get I want to get flying and um I'm spending all my time getting unshackled and what are the mechagon ones loose bolts or whatever the hell it's called mecha bolts rep whatever it is uh, it's called my least favorite thing in the expansion Th- there you go it's actually my <laughs> I still prefer it over there compared to uh I got in my, okay Garrett I have to give you a little bit of credit and you said I'd do this so I guess I'm I'm copying to what you said I was gonna do I like. Najatar better than I thought. I was gonna like it. Uh, it took some time. I had to kind of get my head around that place. Also, getting the whistle unlocked with the uh, the quest that gives you the the freaking flight whistle that helped a lot actually. Uh, and also because I geared up, I just felt less, you know, like I was dying less or you know less less scary from the mobs and stuff like that. Uh, because it is pretty dense in there. I like it a lot more than I thought I was gonna like it on the whole. Um, that doesn't mean the shine of Mechagon is any less because I still really like that place. But now I don't mind going back and forth. Like I'm enjoying. I mean, it was basically, I mean, Mech, let's, we've talked about it, but it bears repeating. Mechagon was essentially built for you. Yeah, it kind of was. Specifically. Like yeah. that is your shit. Yeah. Somebody the other day was saying, why do I like the third Batman Arkham game, Arkham Knight, as much as I do compared to the others? The other two, we don't because a lot of people think it's, you know, not the best of the three, but it may look the best, I, but it's uh, not the best. I haven't played that one. <laughs> well, I love it. And I think the reason I love it's it pretty good. is because the city's cleared out and it's basically Mad Max in Gotham because uh, everybody's <laughs> just gone full Mad Max in there. Whenever you put a little bit of that sauce in the meat I'm meant to eat, I'm all in. And I think Mechagon scratches that itch for me as well. So you're right. It was made for me. It's my jam. I, I dig it. Uh, but anyway, I've been doing that. But between all of that, I've been doing for no good reason I could tell you uh pandera pandaria raids solo for transmog <laughs> so i would go like clear all the quests out clear all my dailies clear all my world quests and i'm like you know what i'm gonna go do some pandaria raids and even a couple of warlords raids here's the only problem and i do i'm doing it for transmog there's a lot of stuff i just never got in there so it's fun to go do that um mm. uh, dude that's one of my favorite things to do i love when i get in that mood for transmog runs. Yeah. I love going back to old raids and running them alone. And they're beautiful. That Mugushan Palace, whatever the hell it's called, in uh uh there. It's a short raid, but it's uh, I think Mugu is what you order at a at a at a, <laughs> a, Panda, a Panda Express. I believe he's talking about Mogushan. Mogushan, thank you. I'm in there. Mo- Mugu, that's 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 the number seven at Panda Express. <laughs> it's the diarrhea express. Anyway, I go in there and I forgot just how beautiful those raids are. Like Pandaria raids. Something about them, just over the, the top. The, the art awesome. team stepped up. So good. In Pandaria. So good. They, they're, they're like, this is going to be a little weird. We're moving away from like orc spikes and yep. and uh, alliance, golden lion statues. We're moving away from all that. We're going to do a whole new aesthetic. And I think they just knocked it out of the damn park. You know Pandaria's what I take? Beautiful. Here's what I want. I want the game. If they're going to do all the scaling and stuff, you may as well just make it so all of the daily quests uh, or just quests in general in all of the zones when I'm already max level can act like rep getting world quests. So if you told me I could go and just wear a tabard for the unshackled and then spend all day in Pandaria knocking out quests to get to do that, like the way they used to do it with the tabards in, in uh, uh, dungeons. Remember those days? I think was yes. Like, that was my favorite way to grind reputation as yeah. opposed to where we are now. Those were pretty cool. I would do that in a heartbeat because I love it in there. I love it out there. I want to be there all the time. 
Anyway, I got stuck in some geometry in a Warlord's raid, and it really pissed me off because I had to hearth. There was nothing else I could do. I tried everything. I got stuck in a freaking fence thing uh, running, what was it, Blackrock, whatever it was. And I couldn't get out of there, and it sucked donkey wieners. And so uh, <laughs> I hearthed out. But it was still fun, and I got a bunch of I guess, uh, shoulder pads I didn't have before or some, some pauldrons, some other stuff. Uh, just, you know, working on my uh, transmog. And then the next day, did a bunch of rep again. I'm really having fun. Anyway, there's all of that. Forget it. That doesn't matter because this week was huge. We got those two big cinematics that were data mined. Everybody's like, what is this six and a half minute thing? What is this four and a half minute thing? Uh, what is Blizzard possibly doing here? My prediction was that we would have one more fully rendered uh, story-based thing because they've been doing it all expansion. So why not? finish it out with something, you know, that again was done in that style with those assets and everything else. Uh, and then the other one was sort of an in-game thing. Uh, Sarah Fang and uh, freaking Anduin hanging out, talking about what they were going to do. Uh, that one was cool, but it's just, you know, story lead up stuff. But this big final rendered out thing takes place in the entrance way of Orgrimmar, which we have, as far as I know, have not seen in this fidelity since it was kind of shown in the initial World of Warcraft and now Warcraft Classic or WoW Classic intro where the orc is kind of freaking out out front with a with a big club and screaming and yelling when it's showing the orc and you can kind of see Orgrimmar behind him. Not since then have we gotten like this out of game, fully rendered, and that fully been, realized uh, thing. Old Orgrimmar, which was a lot more wooden right. uh, than, than post-Garrosh. Right, right, and there's a lot of there's a lot of flames and stuff around, so you can't even really see it. But here's what you hear when you come up there. I just want to play this. Hold on, give me a sec. All right, there's Orgamar, and then you hear this 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 tweak on the music. Oh my gosh, that's wow to me. Like that is Duratar. It's 2004. I'm running my oh, orc yeah, around for the first time. Like my gosh, that brought me back. Just that little bit. Isn't that don't you have that that music or at least a theme from it in um in the the ah the zone outside Duratar. Right. Uh, uh, the Crossroads. Uh, uh, crossroads. Yes, Crossroads has that. Um, it's this great sort oh, of interlude thing. It's all over the Barrens. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. It's, but it's this it's beautiful, kind of dark, discordant, awesome p taste of music. And uh, it was so much fun yesterday because I, I got to interview uh, Jason Hayes, who was the music director way back in those days. Did stuff for StarCraft, did stuff for Yeah, he's the Warcraft original 3. composer for WoW, right? Correct. So that that intro is his. Uh, from the original game and that right there is just lifted straight from it and he didn't realize that hasn't seen the cinematic yet and heard that for the first time in the interview you can go listen to it on the it's in the feed um that was a treat because he was just like oh my gosh i have not heard that in so long and he loved that they just keep moving some of that stuff forward like the the core themes just never quite leave they're always part of these intro themes they you know his stuff is just kind of permanently lodged in there but Anyway, the point is, uh, I just love that moment, and I just want to get that out of my head because if you if you love the starting area of the horde and specifically orcs and, and trolls, and you just have a lot of feelings for that stuff, this 
particular cinematic thing is like pulling all my strings. It's very, very good. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the actual meat of the thing. Thrall, uh, who's played by Chris Metzen, still voicing him. Uh, Saurfang, who's played by, I don't know who. And Anduin, with no security detail. Just want to throw that out there. Maybe, maybe the boy king of all of Stormwind and all of the Alliance, you know, maybe that guy ought to have a couple of bodyguards or at least some, I don't know what, some secret service or something. He's just, he doesn't this, need them. He's, he's a, the, he's a, the king he's of light. Stormwind. And- light is on his side. Also, Jaina shows up at some yeah. point because uh, she's, she's there at, at some point, but also not there at other points. Was she there? Well, she's not in the cinematic thing because they never did her. They never modeled her out, right? Like, so she's not, not in the fully rendered. No, but she she shows up. I mean, like, there's a there's a ton of a uh, of alliance. Well, there's an entire alliance army in the background, in right? The fully rendered cinematic, right? You see both a, a horde and an alliance. That's true. Uh, I guess he's got his people. That's true. It's kind of implied. Plus, Valera. It, it's important to remember that Valera is really more neutral. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of exists you know, between factions uh, and, you know, she's with Anduin uh, in the, the in-game cinematic, like the in-game engine cinematic. Right. And she's also, uh, there's a new model in this patch of her. That made, that leads me to think we're going to talk to her more, more, more is going to happen with her. Every, that happens every time there's going to be a bunch of new stuff with a character. Like uh, who was it? Um, uh, the, the, oh, the, the, yeah, the last time it was, I mean, in, in Legion, there's a whole thing with the void, magic and lords and stuff right and they all so got new models and then you got mm-hmm. new uh who am i thinking of as the hunter the misha bear what's his name rexar 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 he's another one that got hero in heroes of the storm the only hero you should be playing oh wow wait wait a minute let's let's pause right there <laughs> what happened to him that you like him so much all, all of a sudden in there yeah so number great? number one win rate number one win rate in heroes of the storm right now really yeah, freaking Rexar. Yeah. You should see my win rate with him. It's my win rate with Rexar is is dumb. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I yeah. need to get in there Anyways. and see what's going on. Side right, note. Anyway. Yes. No. There's 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 plenty of alliance. There's just not a focus on alliance outside of Anduin. Right. And but also so, in the cinematic, we're talking yeah. about the we're talking about the the in-game engine ish. No, one? we're ta- in this one. We- we're talking about the fully rendered one because in the fully rendered one, okay. they're, they're like, well, we've we've built essentially what you're seeing is everything they built from. The Lordaeron opening that they showed at BlizzCon when they announced the expansion, all of the little ones up till now, it features people that were all rendered out for that purpose. And there's nobody new. Like, you don't have, other than Thrall, who kind of came midway, you never had anybody else show up. Jane is not fully rendered out. You don't have, this is, this is more of a production kind of thing to even notice this. But it's a ton of well, work to clever. take those characters that far, you know? Yeah, it's kind of. I'm, I'm assuming it was. It was kind of why we were able to even have these cinematics in the first place. Is that they've they've reused all of these models that they made for the original yeah. cinematic. I'm, I, I have to imagine that that was kind of planned out ahead of time. I'm sure that's the case. And um, they all have one location. Um, so even if they have to render or model one of those, it's only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're relatively simple. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I do tough. feel. It's weird that we didn't get Greymane like. Anduin sends him away mm-hmm. if you do the Alliance quest. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to like guard the West Gate or something. I forget the exact location. Right. Um, but that model, we know there's already a model. There's this gray man all worgened out. He, he's shown up multiple times now in cinematics, and it and it does feel a little bit 
Oh, that's too bad. I feel a little bit robbed that yeah. we didn't get a gray mane and, and Sylvanas interaction in full beauty. Because, so, I mean, they, they friggin' hate each other. Oh, yeah. Plus, uh, like, Bay or... Um, maybe that's why he was like, it's okay, you don't you don't have to come. We're fine. Yeah. We're, we're fine. We're all fine here. This isn't your fight. How be, are you? Be careful, my king, he said, and then ran off like a dog. But then there's the... there's the, uh, the Who else was in that original thing? Bane's in there. Like, there's a big Bane blood hoof. Or at least I think that's who that Torrin is. I actually don't know. Uh, the one, the one that goes, and he's like lifting the other dead orc around or whatever. He's like taking care of the Bane. wounded. It may not be Bane, but they could have faked it. Here's the problem with Bane. I'm running in like quests with Bane for story stuff as I've been catching up. That dude is not made for low ceilings and narrow hallways. <laughs> he's got these gigantic freaking, <laughs> it's like walking around with two container trucks on his back. And it's just not, it's just kind of a problem. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I I do want to say about the um, not pre-rendered one, yeah. Which, oh my God, these look good. I know they do. It's it is so like if we didn't. I love the the pre-rendered one, of course. But if we didn't get one again ever, I would like the artistry because the the rendered one are trying to be as realistic, quote unquote, in the WoW style as possible, yeah. and that's awesome, and I love it. Yeah. But the 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 in engine ones, you you feel they have like to fiddle with stuff, and I don't know. It's it it is it looks. This game looks so good now; it's mind blowing. Anytime I see something like that, and props to, of course, um, the the team that Taron Gregory. Um, I believe he heads it now. Yeah, I think he he's. I think he heads that team. The the in game stuff yeah. is headed by him. I believe. I think that is true. It is. I, they do such amazing work. Yeah. I, I did want to mention this before we move on because, oh my God, it looks so good. It really I would does. Watch animated series, movies with just those graphics, and it would be completely valid. Like this is commercial, commercial animated level uh, uh, graphics and and uh, work, and it's incredible that we get those in the the game as like oh this little thing but there's also the real thing but this is just the small small one that you get sometimes and it's so good yeah they've been so, going yeah, strong I'm since that game step is awesome i want to i want to see like wrathgate redone oh the dude they have. <laughs> oh my gosh wouldn't that be great oh i mean if they look if they ever do get around to you know these expansions end up in classic territory somehow there's an opportunity there but then may people might be mad because it's not that's not cool. That's supposed to be like it was. It's got to be period. Dude, if of we end up get if we end up getting the to, to wrath classic, um, I'm gonna fight tooth and I'm gonna be on every episode banging the drum of add the new character models because the 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 armor models got so much better in wrath. Yeah, like there was such a leap in the art fidelity of the armor. It's like no no give me my good models now. No you're right. I don't need them. I don't need them in, in classic. I don't need them in BC if we get there because the armor still kind of looks like butt mm-hmm. <laughs> in there. But if we get up to wrath. Yeah. You make a change. You make a change for the better and give me give me updated character models. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Wrathgate, by the way, was redone by somebody. Somebody did some, kind of a cool treatment of it, but it wasn't Blizzard. It was just like a, you know. Some, yeah, it's, it's not quite the same. Mm, I mean, they're, they're yeah, still really. hamstrung by, by you know, what they what They, they only have do. the tools they have. I think They've Wrathgate got, was. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I was just going to say, I think Wrathgate was the first one that, uh, that team and, and Terran worked on when they got to Blizzard. That's true. Um, yeah, that's what, what he said. For, I, think, I think technically 
They worked on the South Park uh, episode first. Didn't oh, they? maybe. You're right. You're maybe. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not an in-game thing, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, it's essentially the same tech that they use. Yeah. Um, like what they the use for Wrathgate, they yeah. use there. But then what they did, what they do now is a whole different tool set. It's like in-game assets, but there's like crazy smoothing and control over the animated stuff. And But, but Patrick's right. Like, here's what I want. I want a two-hour movie that looks like the rendered stuff from Blizzard. And then what I want is a I want a Netflix <laughs> uh, show that's 12 episodes that's in the in-game style. Because I think that stuff holds up. It looks really good. Like you could actually like play out some pretty rad stuff using that. Can uh, I can I can I throw some shade? That middleware, yeah. It looks better than the Dragon Prince, so yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the ugliest shows I've ever watched. Wow, really? Take that, yes. Dragon Prince. Okay. No, but I'm not hideous. an artist. So. I think it's one of the ugliest things I've ever watched before my eyes. Don't think I've it's seen like modern it. day Scooby Doo animation. I don't think I've seen it yet. I need to watch it. Perhaps these are the guys oh, that did that. Air- They're the, the air background looks like it was shot in a, an original Wow without the new lighting engine. That's how bad I think the background is in that show. These are the Airbender people that did it. Yeah, uh, it, it's one of the original Airbender writers. Yes, okay. yeah, the writing's good. Yeah. I just hate the way it looks. All right, look, no shade is bad shade here on the show. We can have any shade we want. It's fine. All right, here's before we get to the major story points. Um, uh, was I was going to say, I was going to say something that mattered. And if it mattered, why do I, why did I forget it? And I don't know why. All right. Let's not, let's not worry about that then. Let's talk about the, uh, the implications of, oh, I know what I was going to say. Before we get into the story bits uh, and implications of what actually happens to these characters, there are a lot of people who really dislike this and they dislike the entire arc. Um, they don't like Sylvanas' story. They don't like where this war campaign has gone. They don't like... The story bit, some people say that this is just too close to Garage, and the only difference between this ending and the Garage ending was that Garage decided to hold up inside of Orgrimmar and fight, and in her case, she took off and left, but really the, the, the process has been the same. Uh, somebody who we thought had the best intentions for the Horde, turns out they don't. They're kind of Nazis, and at the end, they, we either have to fight them or they leave, and a lot of people don't like it. Uh, in fact, on Twitter, well, Twitter, I mean, Twitter doesn't like anything, but in specific to this, I've heard a lot of complaining about where, how things were going. Jocelyn's not happy. I know multiple people in my circles that are not thrilled with the way the story's gone. I'm not happy either. I'm not, I'm not thrilled with it. All right. So now that we have you, we, we have someone here who's not happy. I'd like to hear you break down what why you are not happy with it. Not saying you're wrong. I'm just really curious. From that. No one's happy by the way. Okay. Well, all right. Let me say this. I find myself so enthralled with the presentation, and I know that's not good enough, all right? I understand that the substance needs to be better, but I'm so enthralled with the presentation that I'm forgiving it a lot. Like, part of me is like, an MMO is a crazy thing to wrap a story around and to somehow do it successfully. I think they did a better job of doing that in Legion, for sure. But the the uh, plan, the workflow they planned for this expansion, which was we start things out with this crazy intro and then throughout the whole thing, we keep giving people more of these. They've never done that before. They've done in-game stuff, but never given us these kinds of expensive-looking, Hollywood-looking, pro-finished, rendered cinematics. And so part of me like wants to forgive some of the story failings because I'm just so in love with the fact that they gave us this like high fidelity. And I, I'm, and I I'm with you there. Uh, I 
I'm really torn. Like I, I, I gotta say, I've, I've been having a lot of anxiety about coming on the show today. No, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't, I don't like focusing on the negative. Right. Um, and, and I'm, I'm not thrilled with it. I really think, uh, BFA story-wise is up there with my least favorite expansions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Dr- Draenor will always for me be, I think the worst thing that ever happened to world of Warcraft. And it's going to be hard for anything in my mind to be worse than that. Mm. Uh, but BFA is close mm. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, and, and so with that, like I'm, I'm already at this point kind of, kind of winded by, by my indifference to the, to the story being told here. Um, but at the same time, I'm with you. I think it's so rad how they've decided to tell at least this part of the story. Mm-hmm. There's so many stories happening in this expansion too, which I think is part of the. There's yeah, a big scatter shot going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love what I liked the story in Coltiris. I loved the story with the trolls. Um, but the but the war campaign uh, has just been this really long meandering journey that I am not particularly interested in. And I don't think it's particularly well written. Um, and and so I just haven't had a great time with it. So so yeah, I'm I'm torn in that like when I think about it like from a writing aspect, I'm really unfulfilled. Yeah. But when I think about it in a presentation aspect, more of this, please, like, can we retroactively go back to the <laughs> everything that came before this and render it out like this? Please redo Arthas's death. Um, and I'm really excited for the next expansion because I want them to keep doing this. Right. And so that's why I'm sitting here like, you know, people listen to the show. You know, I don't, I, I I don't I don't know I. I I don't want to put too much negativity out of the world because I want them to keep doing this. Right. Because WoW has always had ups and downs in the quality of, of its narrative as far as I'm concerned. So, like, I just look at BFA as like, yeah, it's not one of the strongest expansions, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, um, I, I, I quite like the the sub-story of Jaina's. Jaina's kind of, uh, her her storyline, I think, is pretty good. Oh, Jane, yeah, Jaina's story has been fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I, I think when we say we don't like the story of BFA... Really, we're referring. Most people, I would suspect, refer to the Sylvanas bit because there's a lot to like, for me at least, in, in the story. I think the Jaina bit is excellent. Um, the whole, uh, well, I mean, honestly, all of it <laughs> except Sylvanas for me at least. And I also think it's it is fair to be critical about that because it's one of the the problem with the Sylvanas storyline is that it's something that is incredibly simple and illogical, kind of. Mm. And we all said it from the beginning, and it was like, oh, but this is... Not only did we already have Horde Hitler, Orc Hitler, and we didn't need, you know, Night Elf Forsaken Mussolini, um... (laughs) But we've been saying from the get-go, this is what's going to happen, right? And and it's the only way it can go. And that's really disappointing because it's not brought to the story in a manner that is convincing for most people. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, I'm, I'm with and, you there. And, and also, it, outside of the game, uh, the folks at Blizzard have been telling us it's not that. They have been going yeah, so that, far out of their right. way mm. to tell that's us, what no, I was gonna get it's to. not this black and white. Mm. And that's what I was going to get to. This is it? This is all you had for me? She, mm. Oh, she's just a bad guy. And, like, yeah. and, I'm, and, I'm and that's out. the worst part because, as you said, they were telling us, oh, but it's, yeah, no, 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 it's not. I swear... And we're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll see. And wh- I mean, we don't know. Maybe there's going to be another cinematic that's going to make everything make sense. 
Um, but it really doesn't seem like that's the case. So the the the, the writing, it's not just the, the writing of the immediate actions that Sylvanas takes. It's the entirety of the character development of, of uh, Sylvanas that just, it doesn't just feel hollow. It feels like it makes no sense. And I'd love to hear what people who were, you know, camp my war chief and I'm defending the actions of Sylvanas, which didn't make sense from the beginning. What are they saying now? You feel cheated. I think this is story-wise a really like legitimate thing to be. It's not the end of the world, as you said, and there are many good things in, in the game, but it's a thing that is genuinely uh, reasonable to be upset about. Yeah, um, and we shouldn't yeah. make excuses for that. I I, I, I agree. There's a simplicity to it um, that 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 I'm I'm okay with simple stories if they work. But there's a there's a feeling of like well, you guys really went with the bare minimum here, and you and you and you used a character as a pawn in that bare minimum that everyone really likes. Like she's kind of a beloved character for good or for ill, for evil yeah. or for good. People love Sylvanas, and it just feels like it's just too flimsy and. To top and, it off, and the, I, I feel like the she was. Thing is, yeah. is sorry, just very quickly. It the really disappointing thing. I think the thing that obsesses upsets the most people is that it feels like they had no idea where they were going. Mm. They thought, oh, you know what would be awesome if she burns Steldrassil. That would be shocking and in you know infuriating and inspiring and and it was, but it only you know the it's like the end of the thing ruining the initial moment and the initial choice. Right. And that is very frustrating as well. Yeah. Gary, you're going to say you you were on the, uh, yeah, there. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the, you know, in the camp of where I, I, to a certain degree, I, I think my fandom for Sylvanas is, is definitely coloring this because, but, but at the same time, I think they have failed to have meat to her journey. Yeah. Um, they kind of just, yeah. I feel like I've been watching like 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 Death Note without all of the interesting actual clues for you to kind of arrive at certain conclusions uh, that that makes me like that kind of stuff. Because like oh, throughout this whole war campaign, we're told like, oh, Sylvanas is a tactical genius. She's a tactical genius. And it's like, I don't see it mm. because you're not giving me anything to go off of. Right. We just end up at, at point B and we never there was no journey. So, here, so here's what that's really um, I'm glad you said yeah. it that way, because here's my biggest beef. And I think I think my beef is tied to what I loved. And this is a bad thing. I think that from a workflow production standpoint, the fully rendered cinematic team, which is the best in the world, had to had to make a decision about what who are they making, how much of this are we doing, and how early are we making it so that it can be piecemealed out by Blizzard over time. But but I think all, most of this stuff was made a long time ago. Uh, like this final bit is not something they did in the last two weeks. This is something they did a year ago. That's how that team works. And they start years ahead on their next projects. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if all of that was true. And if it is, what that tells me is that had to determine or dictate a lot of the story points. In other words, if it felt like it was a simple sort of garage type thing, well, that's because it was made that way by this ex very expensive process and so everything kind of had to be built around mm. it and come to that point and say, okay, well, I don't, you don't think so, do you? I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Cause that stuff is that, that stuff's not fluid. You don't get to go, let's say somebody on the story team's like, 
oh, you know what? This is just too simple. We need to go back and change it. You don't just go no, back and change it. No, but that's why you write it before you start working on the, you know, $15 million costing cinematic. You write it first. Yeah. You write the movie. You write the script before you start filming. I think it um, still hamstrings them. I think they still, I think that is a, that is a consideration at the very least. Not to that level. You don't think yeah, so? Not no, to I'm that level. Patrick what, what, yeah. What they did it's like, makes it's like, even like, like, no like the, the, for me, like my, my dislike with this, like started with the burning of Telter's cell. And again, like that, that is like, it, it was this perfect little encapsulation of why, why this hasn't jived for me. Um, uh, and, 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 tell, and it started with Telter's cell and it just has continued throughout this entire thing is that I just didn't buy uh, any of the reasoning for it, it just seemed like uh, Sylvanas just got a hair up her ass and decided to commit genocide. <laughs> uh, it, they, and and it was also because that outside of the game at BlizzCon, when they show us the art of Teldrassil burning, they're just like, oh, it's going to be so interesting. You're not going to see this coming. You're not, not going to know why this is happening. And it's like, all you wrote is what she gets mad because some random <laughs> night elf talks shit to her. Like, that, it was so shallow. <laughs> in in the, the this major event happening and it's just like and i'm not against the burning of children still happening what i'm saying is that i do not buy the motivation for it hmm. uh whereas you know you mentioned i think it was kind of uh, just an offhand remark I, I, I don't think you were necessarily meaning this but you kind of mentioned uh, it was something as simple as garage and i guess my point is is like i don't think garage was simple i think hmm. i think the the, yeah. the creation of the introduction of garage and the build-up to garage being this big bad um was a rather, for me, it was a crowning achievement of what World of Warcraft pulled off. Because when I came to World of Warcraft in Vanilla and up through the Wrath of Lich King, what brought me there was Warcraft 3, was my fandom of all of these established characters from the RTSs that preceded it. Right. But Garrosh was this character that we were introduced to in World of Warcraft, we followed the story arc of through World of Warcraft, and really hit a pretty rad crescendo. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I, all I'm saying, when I say simple, I mean they just redid it. In other words, people are the, yeah, okay, one of the fair. criticisms yeah, I think that people we are kinda, saying. Getting at. I just yeah. I just wanted to point that I used it. I wanted to use that more as a springboard. Yeah, I love the garage stuff. Unless. I was that never bothered me. I I mean, other than people were annoyed that it was so Ford focused. But the thing to remember about that garage thing is important actually because the way that the way Pandaria ended, and I think this is about when they started doing this. Pandaria ends with garage escaping and there's even a book tie into it where he's out of there Absolutely. and now it's on to oh, yeah, yeah. Do we, and he's, we don't really see the escape in game that all happens in the book no you're right you're right yeah. but this but but the arc is this is the first time we're saying there's no final conclusion to this expansion this one is a crossover and garage is your crossover now we're into the next expansion and we're now dealing with the repercussions of that it, and we're dealing it, with Garrosh it wasn't again. the first time it was it was uh guldan leaving for uh outland um before wait no that's no, the, sorry, that's the next it. expansion so at war and warlords you're right you're right sorry the, carry, the carryover is the same but you're but you're right in the, the pattern the new pattern is guldan yeah moves forward to this expansion no wait yeah no to legion i'm sorry and then in legion he's a big deal but then we're dealing with other big deals and then that game same deal has lead into this one and this one is now doing it again she's off in, in other words, you could argue that we are not at the end of the story and we're not. And so our criticism of like, oh, how did this story go? I mean, we, I think we can be critical of how this arc went, but it's a whole new arc now. She's off to do whatever and we've got to figure that out. And we don't know who yeah, the war chief is like we're in listen, the middle of it. We, we're we're talking about the the, the uh, cinematic now. I mean, we've been implying that we know what happens there. So it's full spoilers. Um, the way she gets to the conclusion in the cinematic 
it's incredibly disappointing. You know, she just essentially she's the she's been we've been led to believe and she's been saying that she has the horde's best, best interest at heart and she does it for many reasons. And, and as Garrett said, she's a tactical genius and all of that. And it's all for the horde. And in the cinematic cinematic, it takes a second and a half. And she's like, well, you are nothing. The horde is nothing. And that's it. It takes a little more than that. that. It took it took a nice poke in the eye by one of the twin blades. (laughs) Okay, okay. It takes three and a half seconds. But no matter what happens afterwards, unless there's and it's possible, as I said, maybe there's some kind of stroke of genius by Blizzard that will make all of this understandable and worth it and and make sense but even if it makes sense the delivery is disappointing that's not going to change i don't think it can especially since we've been saying for months now this is going to go like that it's going to be disappointing it's going to be disappointing and now it is so that's not going to go away you know it's like yeah I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, with that. like like it either it, you've either they have laid the groundwork for this because this entire expansion, starting with the book, they have just written Sylvanas as an evil bastard, yeah, <laughs> essentially from the start. Um, yeah, and what I put forward is that up until before the storm, that wasn't the case. She was pragmatic. The reasons that the Alliance hated Sylvanas and Legion were actually murky. Were actually shades of gray. She she calls a retreat uh, for tactically sound reasons they were losing that fight all of the horde leaders were about to die on that hill and sylvanas calls the retreat and that causes the the alliance to start hating her and distrusting the horde again that's well written that's interesting you get to before the storm and it's suddenly she's entirely inward thinking and even uh you know calls an attack on her own people for selfish reasons and that's been her arc through this entire it's been the one note they have been banging over and over again throughout all of bfa and i'm just bored yeah no no it's it is pretty one note i mean and the fact that you know at the end of the day she's you know she's she's a racist or she believes that everybody undead is the only way to achieve anything so i think that's what's in her heart that's what's in her mind she takes off she's the new lich queen or some weird shit like that next time. Like, I don't actually even know what to predict. Um, but I wonder if you guys no, have any, if you guys have any it's Im- old gods, right? It's probably going to be old gods. And even if it isn't, even if it's the void Lords again, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's already done, but she'll um, play, she'll play a role in that is what I'm saying. Like we're not done. with Yes. Sylvanas. Yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. She's leaving. Yeah. She's leaving, but not gone that she's the crossover. She's our ghoul down. She's our, she's our garage. She's our crossover character. Yes. That will take us into I, the next story. That's arc. probably the case. I that's say it's time. It's case. time to bring shit wizard uh, Cadgar out of the closet, dust him off. Let's get him going again. We need the shit wizard. I'm telling you, he needs to come back. All right. So you know, that's the problem. You know, this is what Cadgar has been trying to tell us this whole time. Knowledge is power. And uh, we have no knowledge of what is actually motivating Sylvanas. Right. Right, right. Knowledge <laughs> is power. Now, I'll, tell, I'll power. tell you this. She's not going to be happy me saying this, but my daughter, I, I made them sit down and watch this with me, of course, and uh, she got teary about Sarafang, and I think that's a sign that Sarafang was actually written pretty well during this. So the structure oh, of yeah. all this has issues, but a lot of minor character stuff uh, or lesser character stuff worked out pretty well. I think Zappy Boy is not even really in the story, but somehow he feels like he is. He feels important. He no, feels... but Scott, it doesn't. It of course, as we said, there are many parts that are great about the expansion and about the story. Uh, I think 
Jaina's arc is really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a bunch of stuff, but that doesn't change. You know, no, I don't. I don't. Say, not I'm like, not saying it changes. Oh, if you, I'm no, not I'm saying it's Scott's offense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Think I don't think that's what he was saying. Yeah, I'm not I, saying I, that. In fact, uh, considering where this conversation went, I think it's really important to talk about the positives because we've been cranky mm. little jerks right now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I think Sourfang's been 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 solid. Um, again, little little on the one note, it's like Sourfang is the good guy. It's like I I, I get it. Um, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I would have been furious and probably just thrown my monitor across the across the room if Sourfang made it out of this alive. I would never trust the writers of Warcraft ever again. <laughs> you knew he was going to be um, the one. And they had a, there's a very poignant moment at the beginning of this thing where he says, you know, maybe only one life has to be lost today. And you think he's talking about Sylvanas Windrunner because he just, and the kid I didn't, walks I didn't, I, I'm like, oh, he's talking no, about it. I think everyone understood. Well, they do, but that's my point is it's a nice, subtle, not so subtle, but subtle nod to the, you know, this is your last stand. And she's such a freaking cheater. The whole rules of that fight, of that challenge, is that you can't interfere with any kind of magic. You got to fight hand to hand, and that's it. Thrall can't come in and intervene. Neither can Zappy Boy. Nobody can. You're supposed to fight. Have we seen a Makara that didn't involve cheating at this point? I mean, they I'm all involve like, cheating. cheats against, uh, against Duratan. We got Thrall cheating against Garrosh. I mean, I guess Garrosh technically didn't cheat against Cairn, yeah. but we don't really see that play out again. That kind of happens. The Prumos in the chat says the challenger has to make the rules. Uh, so everything is allowed, and Sarafang didn't make any, so Sylvanas didn't cheat. Ah, I think that's it was, a stretch and a half. I don't think that's yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't. I mean, buy it's irrelevant. That. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's over. She's outed herself as as the biggest mustache twirling villain in the history of World of Warcraft, and she's gonna peace out anyway. So why not take Sarafang with you? What was which, her- which at this point, if, if this is the Sylvanas we're dealing with, that's well written. That's consistent with the writing. I'm not a fan of. But yeah, what's like, her? What do you think that spell was? Is that the thing she shuts towers down with in Heroes? What do you think that was? <laughs> she shot out. Uh, yeah, I, there's, there's a lot of th- there's a lot of theories running around. Like she's got like old old god power or something. I mean, we, it is revealed at like post cinematic. If you if you did the sympathize, uh, if you're a, a Sylvanas loyalist, yeah, uh, you you get an extra scene with her where where she reveals she's allied with Ashara. Um, oh shit! How did I miss that? Oh, that's important to talk that, about. Yeah, that is incredibly important. Did y'all not know this? No, no, no. Am I dropping news to you? You're dropping news. Matter. Well, you yeah, gotta, you gotta understand. I, infer- I haven't done it. In, I, I did side with her, but I didn't. Oh no, I sided with. That's why I sided with Jimmy John. I, I sided with Sarfang. I didn't side with her, so I missed that. Damn. So wait, yeah, I don't know. I I really feel like people are overblowing the theory crafting here because it's it's purple smoke. We've seen her use purple smoke <laughs> many 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 times this expansion. Yeah. Uh, and so we've never seen her do like a, a purple smoke kamehameha, but like yeah, it's. It's not like I don't think it's that. I don't know, dude. It, it, to me, this is like people complaining about uh, new force powers in 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 the the last Jedi. I'm like, y'all, mm-hmm. Star Wars is nothing but new force powers. Like every time we see a new Star Wars movie, so you're all, I don't understand you. Yeah. Um, and seeing them complaining about Kylo freezing a blaster bolt midair in Force Awakens, but but I'll tell you suddenly- what. I mean, no matter how t- you can complain all day about how two dimensional her story stuff has gone and how her characterization has gone, but I'll tell you what, man. On the badass meter, everybody's at a 10. Like, they all just look insane. And that fight was amazing. And her slicing away at Sourfang was great. And her uh, sitting next to him and saying, Hello, so it's time for you to freaking whatever. Like, it's so badass. Everything Dude, about it. Is, impressed. Oh, my gosh. It's so badass. Everything about these are cool. They've always been cool, right? Like, once they got their heads around, we're going to have the greatest cinematic team in the history of video games. 
it's just all been great. Like name oh, yeah, another so, name another fifteen year old property I mean, where the original cinematic is still good all these years later. Like it's unbelievable. But anyway, honestly, if we're gonna go to the badass meter question, um, I would say that the uh, uh, the moment she turns Benshee in the original BFA cinematic is one of the most oh yeah awesome like empowering feeling ever in games it's it's incredible yeah it's unlike so, yeah, anything else question, yeah. and now when i so yeah. i made this video yesterday i can't actually show it on the screen sorry but everybody can play the scott audio. i want those five seconds of my life back <laughs> I watched that but i'm gonna that play was, i'm gonna play the audio because it actually illustrates my point of how quickly she turned on her people so from the first cinematic to the last here is her change in tone is nothing all right i mean come on she just completely <laughs> just turned around the hard is nothing all right i'm off to purple land see you guys like she's out <laughs> done uh, uh so so little echo in that second clip it's it's <laughs> incredible <laughs> how dare they uh well i mean she's still like kind of somewhat banshee form right in the in that first one so you know it's a little bit of a banshee's whale yeah a little bit yeah. she was kind of yeah. still coming out of the uh smoke. yeah yeah no i like the fight i like that i mean when they first started fighting i'm like so Bob's just gonna kick his ass right like there's no way sour fang wins this fight and like the way it opens up and her just like instantly like seven stabbing him just like cut 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 like, so like yeah good. the fight okay. itself is awesome oh, so at least good. this is on point it's i'm, so I'm here for the battle yeah like in that uh, way, I guess I'm never disappointed. But when I start thinking too much about the actual motivations of these characters, I think things could have been constructed better. You could make an argument. I know there's a lot of conspiracy out there. Well, remember, this is the first one. This is the first expansion where Metzen had nothing to do with it. Maybe that's maybe we're seeing, you know, his his, uh, you know, the loss of that of his at least. I, him. I so don't like my brain to go there, but I kind of I'm kind of going there. I mean, I don't like to either. And neither does he, by the way. He would he would shut this down. He would say no, it's a team, and it was never one person. Anyway, I, he would say that. Yeah, but he, I really don't think. I mean, it's not like we didn't have some. Yes, Sylvanas. The specifically the Sylvanas character in that expansion is very very poorly developed. Right. But that doesn't don't let the feelings of you know the systems and gameplay from uh, the the first year of the expansion cycle, which was disappointing. Don't let that unfairly color the entirety of everything in the expansion. It's kind of a, that was a problem. The Sylvanas character is a problem. There are many things that are great. And it's not like there weren't uh, issues in previous expansions as well. We just mentioned Warlords of Draenor, which honestly was not great in many respects. So right. maybe it's because... You know, medicine isn't there anymore. I guess. You know what was great about. though was the Makara between Thrall and Garrosh. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> that was pretty good because it involved a giant, uh, a, a giant dirt fist. That's why, because a big, <laughs> a big dirt fist uh, came up and got Garrosh right where he, right where he calls himself home. Giant, <laughs> giant dirt fist was my wrestling name in high school. Um, <laughs> nice, yeah, it, nice. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I mean, WoW has always kind of had this. Um, it's always had a real scatter shot of multiple different arcs happening at the same time. So I don't, I don't know why. And never mind. I do know why mm. BFA has really just affected me more than others because 
Sylvanas is one of my favorite characters ever, and I just dislike the direction they took her. I think, I think, really I think that's the, what me. you just described is a lot of a lot of players. I think a lot of people feel that way, and that's why people are getting rubbed wrong by this stuff. I mean, I have not. I would I would absolutely not put BFA as my least favorite expansion in the history of this game. I I wouldn't even put it in the bottom. Well, I'd put it in the bottom too because I think I think Warlords and then this and then you know then you kind of go up from there. But I am excited about what happens next because so absolutely not as the worst expansion, but the second worst. Yeah, I mean not le- the second least good because there's still so much I enjoy about it. Um, there's That's yeah fair. yeah I don't know I think there's a lot about BFA's stories that I think I like more than Cataclysm, for example. So I I think I might I think for like like least favorite expansions I think I still might go uh, like top three. Number one is Draenor is my least favorite yeah. number two is probably cataclysm i think bfa is going to come in at number three yeah i'm somewhere there too but i i don't know I have, there's things about cataclysm i really liked i don't know at the end there's of the day too, yeah but but I, but I was so i'm so happy in um in in bfa to return to Jaina's arc yeah i think they've done a really good job with it and i love everything going on with the trolls and like Juan zombie oh those we just, trolls like, are amazing I know, I know he's technically appeared in the game before but like this is really his kind of debut as a as a as a no. regular character dude all that and, stuff uh, all the stuff in zandalar all the stuff to do with the the troll lore and stuff has been really great like that yeah t- that's why it's that's why i say the problem story-wise with the expansion is really just sylvanas and there yeah. are many great things in the expansion even story-wise so let's not forget that uh the Starhammer in the chat says scott why do you dislike where sylvanas story went triple question mark i don't get it she is an undead. oh we just said that for yeah, we've been like, talking about it for, now, for, for about an hour. hour. So, <laughs> I think maybe you came here late. <laughs> you may have just shown up. Yeah, uh, but no, Starhammer's been in here uh, beating this drum for a while. You're just now noticing it. Yeah, that must um, be. I, all I'm saying... I'll, I'm I'll not, say this. I'll say this. Yeah. This, is, this is kind of my like my closing point on, on why Sylvanas doesn't work for me. Uh, for me, uh, some of my favorite characters in Warcraft, actually my favorite characters in Warcraft, have been the villains uh, because historically, Warcraft, I think, writes some of the most sympathetic villains. Arthas... Truly evil, but you can understand the arc that this character went on, how this character arrived at the dark place that they went to. Uh, Illidan, even though he's been back and forth between good and bad, same thing. Kael'thas, sympathetic. You can understand how he fell from, uh, you know, from grace. Uh, Garrosh also as well. I think these were well-written villains where you just you probably disagree where they end up, and right. you don't. Uh, I may question your your outlook on life, uh, and and but. But Sylvanas, for some reason, there's just no sympathy there. Like, how do you, I don't understand how you sympathize with her. You can't sympathize with her. I mean, the, the bottom line for her has After, always been she's a tainted, she's a tainted lady. She's tainted, man. I'm tainted. Literally After this show, last, they started this, this last off. expansion. Yeah. Th- this last cinematic. How can you empathize with her? You can't. She's, a, she's saying you are nothing. The horde is nothing and flies off twirling her her mustache and and giggling like the only explanation that we have at this point is that she was corrupted by something either the old gods or you know the the void lords or whatever that's the only justification which is a shorthand to say she's evil right that's not okay she's evil justifies anything that that doesn't work so how can you i don't get it how can, I would love to hear someone defending the character development because I don't I don't understand how that could ever work. Right, but the the bigger question is is that people are mad because they took this character that everyone likes and they don't like where they've taken it, but they've taken her to a place that she was sort of predestined to go anyway. So 
No. Why? Because she was what? always going to do this. She was never going to. She's never going to go. You know what? I've decided as Sylvanas Windrunner that I've decided I'm going to be all nice now and uh, turn everything over no, to the better. No, she could have taken control of the horde and used it for its own ends. She's not doing that. She she ran away. She flew off. She I mean, unless kill, she wants gonna, to kill everybody, you know, she wants everyone to be undead like her. She's never gotten over I, it. right again. I'm what I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't think Sylvanas could have ended up as a villain. I just don't think that they put enough effort into making it believable or or interesting is my point yeah. i think it's totally fine if sylvanas becomes a villain but but put, put the same effort in pay her the same respects that you paid arthas that you paid garrosh that you paid kalthos that you paid illidan yeah Starhammer's comparing this to hitler and should we have sympathy for him don't do that with your fictional characters, guys. Don't, there's My no God. need. Could you, no could need. you take this to a more extreme end of the pendulum? <laughs> yeah, don't even, there's, that is absolutely like the worst possible comparison. It's a fallacy argument. Don't do it. It's dumb. But, I, I mean, I, I, Garrosh, I mean, is, Garrosh is basically an orc Hitler. Yeah, exactly. and, and I understood where the Right, but it's a video from. game where, we're all, where everybody's killing everybody. And, ga- and guess what? This cinematic, for some reason, all the Horde heroes... Uh, or excuse me, all the uh, the heroes of both the Alliance and the Horde throughout all time somehow don't have the same option for resurrection that the rest of us plebes do. So I can be in a raid, fall over dead, <laughs> someone go, don't worry, he'll give you a thing, and I'm Listen, back to life where I can Scott. run to my corpse. Sourfang's not offered that opportunity. He's even got Anduin there. <laughs> Anduin can res everybody in a giant you gotta, bubble. you got to take that stuff far out of your mind if you're ever going to enjoy Warcraft stories, ever. Like, we have <laughs> to have any fantasy story. Yeah, you, you got to just put... That was like um, with the the cool Jaina boat artillery cinematic. People were just like, why did it take her so long? She's a maid. She could just make a portal. It's like you just got to put that crap <laughs> out of your mind if you ever want to have a cool epic event ever again yeah. in, uh, in a Warcraft cinematic. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, that, that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, I can... I can let that one. I can let that slide. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to do? Resurrect literally everyone who has ever died in the history of Warcraft? I mean, right. Exactly. It's a dumb thing to get hung up on. But that's my point. We're in this fiction. We should treat it as such and not rope Hitler into this. Like actual bad people. Because who cares? Like that's a whole. Again, this is fun. Garrosh was called Orc Hitler and everyone was. I think it's it's a fun. Oh, it's a fun comparison because Hitler was a dick and we don't care. Like, no, I get that. I'm saying if you went. Oh, you have you have sympathy for Sylvanas? How about Hitler? Do you have sympathy for him? That, that's not that's the wrong thing. <laughs> We're talking about fiction writing here. We're talking about what we enjoy. No, I think I'm not even trying dog. to drag the star hammer. I'm not. You're just you said a thing and it set me off. I'm talking in yeah, general you're here. Using, it's an example. Right. I, I get where you're coming from. I, get where you're coming. I, I will say, however, the reason that it's not getting out of hand is that it is a video game. Because anyone who has sympathy for Sylvanas, I would say. But why? I don't get it. Like, that's ridiculous. She's dumb and she's violent and she's racist and whatever. If someone actually says they have sympathy for Hitler, then it's a different conversation, right? It's not just, it's oh, but why? It's a whole different conversation. So, that's all I'll say about it. And also, you can't just connect them automatically and go, oh, you have sympathy for Sylvanas. Air too, you must have sympathy for Hitler. Ergo, Hitler. you have, yeah, no, of course. It's like, yeah, can we just have a little fun in our in our conversation about fictitious characters? Yeah, it's fun. Please, and thank you. It's fun, actually. Um, and that's yeah, my yeah, one yeah. thing about uh, all of this that I do like is that all this disagreement, all these people with their strong feelings about it, it's great. It's fun. It's a good discussion. Uh, be nice to each other, I'll though. Always, to get meta, this is something I will always struggle with because I don't like all the, all the negativity on the internet 
Um, and but at the same time, I want to be have I want to be able to I want to be able to the three of us sit here and just have this conversation as friends. Yeah. And just geek out about this. And but I don't want any. I, I, if you disagree with me, rad. Please continue disagreeing with me. I hope yeah. I didn't diminish your enjoy. If you really truly enjoyed this and loved everything about it, I really hope I didn't take anything away. No, I don't think but I so. I also want to. I want to. I want to debate this with my nerdy friends here. Yeah, that's what you want. And also, uh, I am. I'm very pleased about one side effect of the entire thing. We have that undead flag lady is everyone's favorite thing now, and that's pretty cool. So we're all we're all into her. My daughter drew a uh, do a, drew a big illustration of her yesterday. Everybody wants to be flag lady, so that's the thing. I like those kind I of like, memes. Yeah, that's that's the, the, the real winner here. The real winner is Tink Tink the flag lady, <laughs> or Banner Bay. Yeah, yeah. Banner Bay. Banner Bay. So, all right, final question. Uh, uh, well, I do want to say this too. Twin Blades Varian uh, never beat Sylvanas in a head-to-head fight. Someone should have told Sourfang that those blades didn't help him. All right. Second of all, um, where <laughs> will there ever be a new war chief? Do we need one? Thrall, Bane, or no, nobody? Are we just a chiefless? It would be like if I mean, Anduin. If we're just talking about who who deserves it. Who put the work in? I think Bane deserves to be war chief more than anyone else. I do too. I just uh, I also just like his like more steady hand, his more thoughtful way of doing. Like Bane's your man. He's your guy. Or a council. Chat room says council. Maybe. The, zappy I, boy you know, ain't the, it. the blood elves, I think, have a good thing going. I think, I think a council is a good way to look at it. Council is a good idea, mm. right? The problem is, well, hmm. but then you got uh, so Anduin is he's like leader of of Stormwind, but he's not really head of the entire alliance. Those guys all have their own. It is kind of a council, right? Like he doesn't call all the shots. No, he is the head of the the alliance. He's I mean, technically the, the head, the same way. Um, yeah, the king. Yes. Is he though? Because you got Prophet Velen walking around going. You know, you know, uh, no, no, it's not. He's the head of the alliance. I mean, you have faction leaders or, you know, race leaders in in the horde as well. Yeah. That doesn't mean when there's a war chief, they're not the chief. Yeah. I don't. I don't get why he wouldn't be the, the head. All right. Well, what do you make of these theories floating around that this is a chance for Blizzard to get a third faction going? Like or, or even more, like I think it's a chance for them to get rid of faction lines. Yeah, that's. I got, I got more if, in the other direction. If anything, mm. do you remember? There's the um, the the fact that we now have the little symbol for the character faction in the character selection screen after oh, yeah. you select your realm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I'm 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 full tinfoil hat on that. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. Team. Like, why else would they do that? There's got to be, mm-hmm. there is some, re- there, that wasn't just, oh, now I'm reminded that Gurp is Horde while the big giant orcs on screen when it selected. Gosh, I forgot he was Horde. Thank goodness that symbol's there to remind me. <laughs> well, the lines are already blurring because, you know, we, we have a, basically the Blood Elf model on the Alliance in the, in the form of the Void Elves. We have basically the Night Elf models on the Horde and uh, the lines are already blurring. We already have, uh, we, we've established Alliance side undead with Kalia Menethil and the you know the the like light undead. It would be so weird though if we didn't. I mean, we would still have factions for maybe not for battlegrounds. It could just. Oh, be I think you would have to. Yeah. I, I I don't think mechanically it has to be crazy. This is just really on my mind because like I just watched uh, Taliesin's video on this whole thing and. <laughs> yeah. Kind of touches on that, and I don't want to retread. You also just go watch Taliesin's video because I think he did a really good job of kind of summing this all up. But yeah. um, it's it's on my mind because 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 he mentions that video that like just it's really mechanically ingrained in this game. Yeah. 
yeah. like the faction divisions. So I, I don't think it would be as simple as just removing it entirely. But I, I, I could totally see because we're already mixing silhouettes across uh, races on both factions. Why not just make it so you could just choose? You yeah. play whatever race you want and you can go to the other faction. And hell, uh, why not let you change it on the fly? I'd be all like, right with that. Why not? I think the, the thing is with, with the factions, though, the problem they would be looking to solve, I think, uh, if they got, quote-unquote, rid of factions, would be uh, the imbalances on servers and for PvP and stuff like that. So if they still exist, I guess maybe if you can switch whenever, that kind of solves it. I mean, um, it, it, um, if I could interject, I think a lot of the... And this is also very much on my brain right now because I'm playing classic and thinking about all of the improvements that have made it to the game over the years. Um, a lot of the quality of life changes, like the big ones for me that I'd like in retail are things that make it easier to play with your friends. Right. And mm -hmm. and blurring the faction lines would do, would it would just remove one more uh, artificial barrier. Yeah, you rating, already you, you already do stuff. You already have things in the game on a macro and a micro scale where it's like, hey, for, for this thing, you're going to have to work with the alliance a little bit to get it done. And I don't know why we can't do that with raiding, for example, because you're doing the same raid we're doing. You just have this artificial separation. Like, why can't we go? Why can't for this one day? I mean, we could. Well, we could. It's just that it it's weird for the, the history and the legacy of the game. Right, it's but, weirder for certain races than it is for others. Uh, yeah, 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 I guess so. Like, like uh, someone brought up, where is it? Uh, PGH in the chat room says, but a human horde player, Garrick, given the history of humans versus orcs, would that make sense? I mean, we, we have a history of humans that are sympathetic to orcs. Uh, it's definitely not the majority, but th it's happened in the lore. Sure. So it's not completely insane. But like, that's, that's, that it, I'm, I'm with, they're not, they're not wrong. That, that is weirder. But like Torin, like they already hang out with uh, with the night elves all the time yeah. in the Cenarian Circle. Yeah, like, they're already buddies. Look, if if Anduin Rin can be a pallbearer on the fly, carrying a big fat orc into Orgrimmar, I think we can, I think we can figure some stuff out. That's all I'm saying. If he's going to be on the corner there, and that cracked me up by the way, because you got giant thrall and big old tall zappy boy and little tiny Anduin on the end. Just whole, trying to pick up big old freaking Sarfang and take him into the thing. That cracked me up. There's no way that worked. But yeah. I mean, if if we want to keep going on the World War II analogies, <laughs> French and German people were certainly not in love with one another. Like at, during World War II, they weren't friends. But it doesn't mean that, you know, a year later or whatever, if you saw a German person, you would take your knife out and, and, and knife them in the street, right? You could still have a conversation and whatever. Right. You, you know would, what you I mean? You beat them like with it, an extremely hard baguette. That's just not your yes, weapon of choice. That, <laughs> baguettes are, are a weapon of love, Garrett. Not of <laughs> I will, I will banish um, you with tasty bread. Yes. I, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's like we have this image of Warcraft because all we do is fight between the factions and we have the image that everyone always fights. But the history of WoW is all and, and logic mean dictates that it doesn't a, a war like this doesn't mean, especially when it lasts 100 years or 50 years, like it is the case in WoW uh, in Warcraft doesn't mean that when you see someone from the enemy faction, you immediately start murdering them. There's still <laughs> commerce, there's friendships, there's anything. Yeah. You know, there, there's many, many reasons that this could 
it's just the spirit of the game, which I think some people are going to say, oh, but this isn't wow because this and that, and they're going to be upset on principle, yeah. I think. Yeah, mm. that's the thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I think we still need to have the lines for mechanical reasons, but, but I think at some point, if you wanted to have a horde human, you wanted to have an alliance orc. Like, I don't see any reason why you can't headcanon that. Like, this is there's still RPG is still in the all the letters that make up MMORPG. Like, you can headcanon that. I mean, yeah. the, the game has done it many times, or Warcraft has done it so many times in its lore. How many times now have we seen the horde and the alliance band together to defeat a greater evil? Right. And they always so come why, back why, to fight each other again. But yet, you could argue that the whole the Warcraft, even the word is about Warcraft in this case, two chief. Uh, factions that go against each other, if they ever took that out, that would seem very fundamentally weird to remove it. But I'm with you. The actual outcome, I think, would be fine. Like, And I'm not even saying, I'm not saying suddenly everyone loves each other. I'm saying, why can't GURP go, man, I don't like the way things are going. This new council sucks. I'm going to go join Anduin and his band of weenies and just go, you know, convert to Alliance. And maybe that's expensive. Maybe that's a huge pain. Oh, that would be the day when Gurp turns into an Alliance character. <laughs> I want to see that so it's much. It's not going to happen. I would happen. be stoked. It's I would be happen. stoked to have my Night Elf Hunter, my original main, hanging out with uh, Scott's original main, just out there doing Hunter shit. I mean, that could be, that could be pretty fun. So, I would yeah, be so actually, stoked about that. Yeah. I, mean, I think uh, that yeah, convinced yeah. me. I'm like, I would love to see how that would work out like... An, Role playing wise, as you said, Garrett, like a human actually going over to the horde mm -hmm. and being a horde, like in the horde faction, is character wise and and role playing wise super interesting. It's a it's a you're it's talking a about defection. It's in, defection. In any fiction yeah. with yeah. with clearly defined factions, that's a huge trope. I mean, also historically, but I'm I'm, I'm done with the historical analogies. We're getting ourselves into the weeds there. <laughs> um, but like, look at Star Wars. Like, it's really like there's clear faction lines in 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 Star Wars, and and there's defectors and conversions constantly. Yeah. In that. Yeah. So it, it's like take the God, race like, out of like, the choice is what you're saying. No more race in the choice. The choice is faction, and and who cares what race you are. That would to me that seems, you know, in my in my armchair developer brain yeah. seems like the the natural way to do it because you still need faction lines, you still need battlegrounds. So on and so forth, but we have we complete. There's no more. Gone are the days of of classic where you have you know only shamans on horde, only paladins on alliance. That's been gone since Burning Crusade, right? Like so, it's really at, at a certain point, it's like racial abilities and silhouettes. And the silhouettes that's already no longer a unique thing anymore. No, it's, it's not. It's, it doesn't void really elves work. are the exact same mm -hmm. silhouette as a blood elf. Yeah, they don't look. Yeah, I I think there's not enough differentiation there to call to make that your reason anymore. The silhouette arguments. Also, weird. Pandaren, like Pandaren, already flirted with this. Yeah, they're all they're already multi. You know what? The Pandaren are already this thing. You're describing Pandarens, and now they can't change their minds. Now, you know, they're locked in. So that doesn't. Oh, they can for money. They they'll they'll, they'll gladly take your money. To let oh, you that's your true. Mind. They'll let, <laughs> take your money. So maybe they just let everybody do it, and you'll they'll take your money because <laughs> that's what. It, that's well, what there's it, there's already a faction change service in the game. Right. So but it anyone can race. do it for money. Yeah. It, it it magically shifts your race as well. But um, yeah, and I don't. That's what I'm saying. Eliminate that. I still want to be orc. I want to be gurp, and I want to for a year. I want to pay twenty five bucks, and I want to hang out with Alliance and t taste the other side. And then at the end of that, I'll pay another twenty five and get the H out of there. You know, that's what I want to do. Or 
maybe you won't. Maybe you'll find <laughs> maybe. The, the, the delight in being a, a I don't know. Yeah, it, we'll we'll, we'll see. This is all obviously we're you know we're making all sorts of funny ideas that may never come to fruition. But let's see what they do with this next. Well, this is a really next, this, next, this next is to thing. me is like one of the big positives from all of this. Like whether yeah. I I agree with the story or not, um, I think the the world is left is in an interesting place. I, I I'm not in love with the journey. I don't hate the destination. Mm. Like I think uh, I'm still very interested to see what the hell happens next. Right. Um. Maybe not so much with Sylvanas because I'm just straight up impatient and grumpy about that thing. Right. But what, like, who's the next war chief? Is there a war chief? What do they go to? You already talked about that. You know, what's going on with factions? I love occupying that place in my brain. That's a fun place to put it. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if you ask me my opinion on Sylvanas, I immediately spiral into a grumpy position. But yeah. everything else, I, I really like to think about this and headcanon it. And, and think about what, what could be the, the possible future of this. And from a meta sense, Classic WoW has only fueled this fire for me. It is just dumping gasoline on top of this of like, we've got Classic. You want old faction divides? Check it out. We're going to start blurring the lines even more in retail. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of interesting to see those roads split even more, it, potentially, with this faction stuff. Also, level squish, if that's really coming or not, what that means. Is that purely mechanical? Is it somehow tied the story like there's a lot of questions i have a lot of questions about how that level squish is no a month from now right uh no it's gonna be amazing i didn't hear it was a month from now a month from now oh you mean the announcement okay a little bit longer sorry i thought you meant the level squish was a month from now i'm like wait a level squish in a month what are you talking about (laughs) no no blizzcon blizzcon yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah all that stuff will get announced there um all right also gazlo for war chief all right moving on how about Classic update. Uh, Garrett's playing still and lo- leveling, streaming it, having a good time. How you doing? Where are you at? What's what's going on with classic? Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm uh, I experienced everything we just talked about through spoilers. I haven't actually played it myself. Uh-uh. Very nice. <laughs> I have been all all classic because I just uh, not leveling as quickly as I would like to. And I'm about to start traveling like crazy throughout pretty much the entire month of October. So I'm I'm about to hit pause on any progression in any World of Warcraft any video game in general um, you know what's funny is i see you yeah. online so uh i'll get online and i'll notice like after this patch dropped how many of my friends were all classic all the time for about two weeks now and then suddenly everybody's over in you know bfa except garrett <laughs> he was the only one that had it moved back over uh but that was yeah, interesting I, to um, see that because everybody was like i'm gonna go finish that war campaign and then i'll go back to classic after that or whatever i don't have flying and i'm not gonna get it anytime soon because i hate rep grinding so i'm i just don't really want to be in the, be there right now sure i get it for some reason i'm embracing the grip grind right now and i don't know why yeah dude you gotta be in the mood for it and i am not right now i don't I know why i'm not in the mood for it i'm not you're right there's a certain kind of mood and I happen to have it right now, and it could leave any second. Any second now, it could be just like, nope. You gotta, you gotta get in there. You gotta, you gotta get it while, like, while the feeling is good. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I feel you and I feel like everyone's like, oh man, it's so weird that Scott played classic and now he's playing retail. I'm like, no, I understand it entirely because I've done this with other MMOs. It's just this time for Scott. It, oh, the MMO it, was wow. Yeah, it happens all the time, and it's weird because I, I, I cannot believe how many emails I've gotten. Here's another example of it in a totally different game. I get a switch light. You know, for business reasons. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I pick you gotta up, review it. Uh, yeah, I pick up, uh, I get, decide to pick up day and date uh, that with a copy of Link's Awakening, which I loved on the Game Boy back in the day. Wanted to see this remake because uh, it's a full remake. It's beautiful and all that. And super good. I get a little ways into it. 
And I end up giving the cartridge to my daughter because she's also got a Switch Lite. She's like, I want to play that too. I was like, okay, well, here, don't lose the cartridge. I'm just getting started. While she's doing that, I get completely into Breath of the Wild again in a way that I did not my first time through it. So I'm doing the same thing. It's like, oh, here's classic. Here's classic Zelda. Oh, man, I love it. I appreciate it. It's so cool. But here, you play that. I'm going to go to this other thing that's, that's the new thing that I just kind of left for a while and forgot how awesome it was. It's ex- it's how I do it. It's just me. Like I played a little the other day. I got all those Batman games for free on the Epic Store. And I went, ooh, let's see how Arkham Asylum holds up. And I get in there and go, yeah, but what about that newest one? <laughs> I played that instead. And it doesn't mean I don't appreciate Asylum. In fact, it's probably the best of the three, you know, at its core. But I just always get driven to the new good, the new hotness. And the same thing happened in WoW. It's exactly the same thing for me. And I'm so stoked that at least one of us is cranking through classic and loving it. What level are Thank you, Thank you by for the way? finishing that sentence. Yeah. What? <laughs> cranking it while they play classic. What are you, what's your level? Where are you at? Uh, I just hit 38 this morning. I was streaming right before, uh, right before the show. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been streaming three days a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, doing the, the the classic and coffee streams um which is it, it's really just become a thing for me i i, I don't stream games scott this mm. is not me it's not, not really a streamer do. yeah that's true um no no i just you know we've got a twitch channel and what had uh, up until this point has been primarily for just live recording podcasts but right. um it's new for me and it's a challenge and it's cool and uh i'm into it i've got this itch now to just stream because uh, you know you're seeing i'm seeing the growth and the the folks that show up for these early morning streams for me, it's fun as hell. Yeah. It's, it's a great a, community. It's a good Everyone's time. chatting. We, you know, we're talking, we're talking Sylvana spoilers and we don't all agree, but we're all being civil and stream is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, think kind of, I finally get it. Yeah. I think people like it. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think the streaming thing, there might be something to it. Yeah. There might be, a, might be yeah. some legs there. Yeah. yeah. I think it might. But it, it, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. But yeah. But, but yeah. Anyway, um, uh, self, seamless self-promotion Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, uh, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Twitch.tv slash TV. Come hang out. Let's play classic together. Excellent. Now uh, this. Even though oh, I'm what? about to start traveling. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's leaving. <laughs> so don't don't enjoy it for a little bit. But yes, follow, subscribe, watch. All right, let's talk about what's happening in the rest of Blizzard. Uh, not a ton. Overwatch kind of quiet uh, over last week anyway. Hearthstone. People are still playing that single player and loving it, I guess. Uh, uh, they're they're bringing. They just announced they're bringing old cards back into standard. Whoa! What? Yes, whoa. they're doing an event where twenty some odd wild cards will be added back to standard. They haven't announced all of them, but Nazoth and Ragnaros are two of them that are confirmed to be coming back during a limited time event. Good lord! Oh, so and the cards the themselves, like you're gonna, if you already have them, you're basically getting an event copy, and if you don't have them, you're getting the event copy. So everyone's gonna have these cards to play with for as long as they are available to use in standard. Huh. I don't it's know why that surprises me so, so much. Totally surprised cool. by it's that. Such a cool event. Yeah. This year, man. It, it, oh, if you if you ever liked Hearthstone, 2019, I think has been the greatest year for Hearthstone ever. Really. They are taking so many risks. They're doing so many things uh, that we've requested. So many things that we never even thought they would ever even entertain. Yeah. It's been so surprising playing Hearthstone this year. I, I can't. I don't have enough nice things to say about it. Nice. I think they've just been killing it. All right. Hearthstone Classic coming soon. So that sounds. Like <laughs> <it>. uh, <laughs> yeah, Heroes of the Storm also kind of quiet, although uh, they've got that event going. We mentioned that last week, and some they mentioned off some skins today. 
I noticed on Twitter, which seems cool. And the rework for uh, White Mane is out, I believe. So if you are White Mane and Junkrat. Junkrat, that's right. That's the other one that got a yeah. big change. Uh, everyone seems really happy with Junkrat. Everyone seems to universally hate the White Mane rework. Yeah, nobody or, nobody's thrilled uh, with that. Although I, bar- yeah. I barely played her in the original form, so I'm kind of excited to try it because maybe I'll like it better. I didn't like her at first. They they, they nerfed the hell out of her so quickly. Mm. Um, Sounds like Rexar now, needs to get nerfed. Get Rexar nerfed. Uh, he has been a few times. He has yeah. been. Yeah. Get rid of that yeah. bear. That bear is a real pain in my ass. Get rid of that. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Imagine Rexar and Heroes with no Misha. That would be funny. I, I haven't one-tricked a hero this this hard in a very long time. <laughs> Not since your your old um, oh, who'd you used to love all the time. See, see, if, see if Scott can remember. Uh, hold on. Your favorite character. She's, I've had a few. Yeah, but the Starcraft lady was that shoots goo out of her vagina. That's the one you like the most. <laughs> and I can't think of her name. Hold on. Zagara. Zagara. Gosh dang it, Zagara. Zagara, yeah, that that's like that that'll forever be my my forever love with uh, Heroes of the Storm will be Zagara. Gooey but, uh, with Zagara. Very nice. No, I one tricked Rainer, Tychus, and Sonia. And now I'm on I'm on Rexar, but this is a long one. This has been basically all of this year. It's been Rexar. It's been the year of Rexar for The me. year of Rexar. Uh Diablo three, nothing really happening other than the new uh oh I've been I've been playing would, that on that switch again just for it, fun. It was reclassified. Uh, if you're looking at job postings, it yeah. is now listed under the Classic Games Division. You know what that means. This is the BlizzCon where they're going to say it. It's going to happen. You know what that means. A stop the clock is correct twice a day. Yep. <laughs> Only takes me f- four years of claiming it's going to happen this year for it to happen. But boy, I mean, will I get credit. <laughs> there's going to be like a basketball game riot in the streets if a new Diablo game isn't announced at BlizzCon. Oh, it'll be bad. I don't the actual Diablo outside. Yeah, it'll be hellfire. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that could make it acceptable for well, not acceptable, but almost bearable would be if they announce like an entirely new IP, like they did with Overwatch three, four years ago. Yeah, like a completely new thing. Um, (laughs) Even then, no, I think it better be kind of like gritty and dark because if they come out with another Burger (laughs) King's Kids Club looking game like Overwatch. Uh, and when you're expecting Diablo, I don't, I don't think that's going to satiate yeah. uh, that that particular uh, portion of the Blizzard fan base. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the one time in the history of Blizzard where I will agree that even if they're not ready to announce, they still have to announce. Yeah, they have to. They have to do something. <laughs> they they got to put a big four up at least. Yeah, and say. This is happening, whether you know, and that has to be at the very whether least. you like it or not. Yeah, at the very least, I, w- I will hope it's a lot more than that. But yeah, that may be all they have to do. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there's that. How about we get into this right here? Hear ye, hear ye! Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> Right, time for the town crier. That means your emails. And we got one right here from Polenis, who has an interesting thing to say. This is classic related. Uh, he sent this email to theinstance at gmail.com and says this. Hey, Scott, super cool idea I heard around the community somewhere. Don't remember where, unfortunately. Is having Chromie's retail model used for her, for her in classic. You know, as a small node, I think he meant nod, to her part in classic being available at all. Anyway, tell me what you think, Polenis. We talked about this a little bit last week sort of this idea of maybe use her more for stuff or have 
Caverns of Time be tied into some classic stuff. Just a way to sort of say, why does this exist? Trying to tie into the lore or whatever. Um, but that would be a great subtle way to do it without having to do much else. Just stick her in there. She'll be a high, you know, high quality Hell, model of Chromie. All all of the bronze dragon flight. Why not, you know, use updated dragon models for the dragons, you know, no Dormu cool. hanging out in there. Yep. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And you can still yeah, keep yeah. your big N64 looking texture shitball uh, asteroid field that's up in the caverns of time. Hey, 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 hey. Keep hey. that there. Excuse that's fine. Me. That thing's bad. As someone who misses the old asteroids when I'm waiting in queue for, for Space Mountain, oh. which were actual cookies, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, I love that stuff. I don't love it. It's bad. There, is there anything more... Disney ride queue than going down into the caverns of time. I mean, it is a bit like that. It's like a line to to go up Space Mountain. You're right. Oh my gosh, the funniest thing happened in Space Mountain line once. I have to tell you the story. My kids are a lot littler. It's about 2006 or something. And my daughter, who was six or seven, <laughs> she did not want to get. She we were in line for Space Mountain. She did not want to freaking be there anywhere but there. And she was already upset. And she kept saying to me, "Will this make me throw up, Dad? Will this make me throw up?" She said. And I said, no, nobody throws up in these lines or in these in these brides. And as soon as I said it, we walked around one of the corners and you can still hear 3PO somewhere going, or not 3PO, the uh, the voiceover guy thinking of the other thing, Star Tours. Anyway, you come around the side and there's this giant splat bomb of yak. Somebody barfed right before we got to it, right after I said <laughs> no one throws up on these rides. And that was it. She got out of line and like stood to the side and just whimpered as we went and finished the ride. It was great. Oh yeah, good kid. Don't blame her. I don't. I don't do well around vomit. Vomit. Vomit's no good. Vomit makes me want to vomit. Yeah, it comes from way down. I'm telling you, the change is when you get to be a dad, you got to clean up kid vomit. It's not bad. It's all right. Mm, yeah. It's like pet vomit. You've had your dog barf. You can deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> right? Yes, but I have very, very small animals. <laughs> That's true. You don't get a big barf patty out of a uh, out of a chihuahua. I found. Yeah, that's that's that's, um, that's why I stick with Chihuahuas. <laughs> the cleanup is uh, manageable. Indeed. Uh, again, thank you, Polanis, for your email. And uh, you can send those again to theinstance at gmail.com. Quick note of programming. There is a bonus episode up on the feed. It features an interview with Jason Hayes, the original music director and composer at Blizzard in the late 90s. He's responsible for much, if not most, of the StarCraft music as well. If you listen to, uh, if you're playing the game and you're and you've got the whole Artanis business going on, he was the voice of Artanis in that game. Um, he also did a, the Probe and I forgot the other one, the Corsair maybe. Anyway, he did a lot of voice work for it as well, which we talked about. Talked about all that stuff on the interview, and he was great. Uh, so it's a nice little bonus episode. It's up there now, and uh, you can check it out. He gave us the WoW theme also, so that that whole thing, that's him, and uh, he deserves a crap ton of credit for that so do check that out all right before we go we'd like to give everybody a chance to mention anything they have going on that's cool right now patrick anything people should be checking out from you sure uh go check out uh pixels uh, a podcast about games and lots of games and lots of cool games so uh go check that out and also if you like stuff about the world go check out the phileas club both are available at frenchspin.com. Also, pictures of Finland, and they're beautiful on Instagram at NotPatrick. There you go. Great stuff all around. Uh, Garrett, what would you like to tell people today about your stuff? 
Uh, well, I already mentioned the stream, so yeah, head on over to twitch.tv slash TV. Give it a follow, so you'll be uh, be, you'll be alerted to when I am uh, I'm doing my classic and coffee streams in the AM time. Yeah. Um, also, if you do play in the AM on Peggle on Alliance side, um, I am looking for people that wake up. <laughs> so um, uh, I've got a little uh, a little community uh, started. So go to bit.ly slash classic and coffee, all spelt out. Uh, and join in there so when i'm looking to run some dungeons i'll pull some folks from there very very everything nice else. uh the yeah, only everything thing else amove tv oh yeah amove you guys and he's amove tv on twitch and of course garrett art on twitter don't forget that also uh speaking of diablo if they do indeed announce it some may have noticed that on the diablo show feed of a podcast i used to do about diablo back in like 2016 uh, put that on hiatus as we sort of waited, wondering what Blizzard was going to do next. Um, I put up a file hinting that it will be back, and it will be if they do indeed announce what's next for Diablo, and it will be back on the regular. So if you're interested in Diablo coverage specifically, head on over to frogpants.com slash Diablo and subscribe to that feed today. Uh, you'll I get think, more news Scott, on that the soon. fact that you're thinking about bringing the show back means that Diablo 4 is confirmed. It's confirmed. It's yet another sign. Yeah. I just, I don't see how it could mean anything. Else. It's like those goats with four horns or anytime I see four of anything, it's always confirming to me that Diablo mm -hmm. 4 is coming. So watch for that. Also, there is a page up now for my game, Rock Runners. Uh, I made a card game. Where'd it go? It's down here somewhere. I was going to show it to the camera. I can't find Oh, there it is. So uh, here it is. It's the green screen's jacking up for viewers at home, but because uh, this box is green. But anyway, it's called Rock Runners Incorporated, and it includes 65 playing cards that all look like this. And uh, this is a finished deck, actually, all done, printed, and ready to go. We have been using it as a test deck. If you are interested in what this might be and when it might be available and what this is all about, you can check it out. I did all the art, I designed the game, and I'm very, very proud of it. Uh, it is coming soon so that we can try to get people copies of this by the holiday season so do go check it out uh that's over at frogpants.com slash rock runners that's also linked on the main page there so you can just find it real easy finally a reminder that this show is supported by you people like you at our support system over at theinstance.net. you just go there and then you click on the support button and boom you're presented with a bunch of options and some of them are digital awards some are physical but either way you can get in and give back to the show you love the most so go over there and check it out. That's the instance.net. Do it today. The month's about to end. Perfect time to get in. Get some artwork sent to you. Uh, there's rad stuff in there. So go check it out. Also, those bonus episodes come because of that as well. So huge thanks to everybody who supports us. And please do if you have not yet. The show can be found at instantshow at gmail.com. Uh, wait. No, that's our email. Instant. No, I'm sorry. Instant show on Twitter. The instance at gmail.com. How many years have I been doing this? TheInstance.net is the website, uh, at Scott Johnson, at Garrett Art, at Not Patrick, and more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Garrett. We'll see you next time. Musicians find change to famous song to be more than a minor matter. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. As the months have passed since Sylvanas Windrunner became Warchief, she has found ever more demanding ways of asserting her control on the various races that make up the Horde. Many of these are standard authoritarian fare, such as demanding loyalty to her alone instead of to ideals such as honor. 
But with rumors of rebellion swirling, some of her edicts have become rather, well, odd, and have extended into areas that one would have thought were completely non-political. One recent example, music. The war chief has made it be known that all horde music must be in minor keys to instill fear and unease in enemies that hear it. Now, for some songs, this isn't a change. The Lament of the Highborn, for example, is already in E-flat minor, which completely suits its haunting story. But the edict has two additional parts. First, to emphasize that horde tunes are in opposition to alliance music, the standard key notation must be reversed, so the lament is in minor flat E. Second, the use of flat has been banned, as it is not warlike enough. Thus, the iconic song of the Banshee Queen must now be transposed two steps up and written in minor sharp E. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at FrogPants.com.